Everything has changed, and yet I am more me than I've ever been. Ian Thomas. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios, and I specifically created and designed this podcast to empower, inspire, and help you cultivate a powerful mindset to build your best life and live out your dreams. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So get your coffee, smoothie, or wine ready, and let's get started. Hello, my beautiful people. It is so wonderful to be with you on this fabulous morning. And here where I live, it is actually quite cold and rainy, but tis the season. It is fall and it's okay because I'm escaping to a tropical paradise today. So I am not bothered by this cold rain outside. I am ready to jump back into summer. I am actually leaving today to Miami and tomorrow I go to... I'm so excited. I'm going to Columbia tomorrow and we're going with a big group of friends. Well, not that big. It's like six of us, but these are friends that I have not seen in so long. And I don't know how we coordinated all of us to be able to make it, but we're going for one of my best friend's birthday. And we're basically going to stay in the coolest Airbnbs ever and visit a bunch of beaches and it's just going to be a paradise. So I'm going to vlog for you guys and I want to put up a travel vlog finally and maybe introduce you guys. We'll definitely introduce you guys to some of my best friends, some of the most important people in my life. And I'm just so excited to finally see them. This has been a long time coming. I haven't had a vacation in a few months (laughs) and I know that might sound kind of bad, but I have been really busy working on the course and I still... And putting some final touches so that when I get back to the States, I will be able to launch that within a week. I actually did not pre-edit or upload any videos for when I'm gone. So I'm just going to say this is going to be my little vacation of the fall time. This is going to be my break from YouTube. So I'm going to be back with uploading after I get back from my amazing trip. I hope it's going to be amazing. I know it's going to be amazing. Good intentions, happy vibes, positive vibes, and I'll be back next week with you guys with hopefully a travel vlog and another awesome video that I filmed with my sister. You guys are not ready. Are you guys ready for it? Should I tell you what it's about? We'll talk about it later. It's a secret. But I want to talk today about self-love. And I know there's a lot of you out there who are going through breakups. Maybe you did break up with somebody you were really in love with for many years. And it's kind of hard to get back into that rhythm of loving yourself, of caring for yourself, of putting yourself first. Now, I want to make it abundantly clear. Self-love is not narcissism. Self-love is not conceit. Self-love is not being full of yourself or self-involved or thinking you're better than others. Self-love, like confidence, is something that we need as humans. We need to have some kind of self-respect for ourselves and with love comes respect. So I want you, my viewers, to right now take a moment to possibly close your eyes if you wish, but just imagine yourself as the most self-loving person you could be. Imagine yourself at your most highest vibrational frequency of love version of you. Think about how this version of you talks to other people. 
Think about how this person interacts in their relationships, whether platonic or romantic. Think about how this person dresses or this version of you dresses, how this version of you goes about their day, how they eat, how they exercise or what they do in a day, what their morning routine would be like, how they move about their life. And think about this version of you, this totally self-loving, confident, happy version, overfilling with love version of you versus the version you are now. Kind of take a moment to hold that thought in your mind, those two images, who you are now and who this ideal self-loving version of you compare. And then start thinking, how far would it take for me to get from this version I am now to that totally self-loving version? What are some things that I would have to implement into my life in order to reach this ideal self-loving self? Now, you don't have to write these down. Just kind of keep them in the forefront of your mind throughout this podcast. Because when you visualize something and you hold a vision of something in your head, you are more likely to manifest it. You are more likely to bring it into your life, whether it be physical things or physical attributes you want or personality attributes, parts of your mental health, or just an overall better being within. You can manifest yourself being a self-loving person, a person bursting at the seams with love for everything and anyone, really. The self-love that you feel and the love that you have for yourself is completely independent from what other people do, say, or how they treat you. The reason I say this, and I want you guys to understand that and drill it into your head, drill that home, you need to drive that point home that nobody else decides your self-love. Nobody else decides your worth. Nobody else decides how you should feel about yourself. You decide that. You are the one who plants the seed of that relationship. You're the one who has to grow and tend to that relationship and make sure that it's going on the right track. If you allow other people to decide your self-love and self-worth, that is your problem. That is your choice. But it is also your choice to not allow anyone else to hinder the love that you have for yourself. Now, I know there's a lot of you out there listening and you've been broken, you've been burned, you probably have gone through many breakups, you might be going through a breakup right now, you might be feeling like you're drowning, like you're lost, like no one will ever love you, like you are spoiled goods in a certain aspect, like you can't be loved by anyone and you don't deserve love. I know there's a lot of you out there and there's a lot of you amazing, beautiful, astounding, inspirational men and women out there who feel like they're not worthy of anything. And it's absolutely ridiculous to me how you incredible people allow somebody else to decide your self-worth or allow the fact that you're not or you are with someone decide how much you should love yourself and how worthy you are of love. I don't care how many relationships you have been in, how many breakups you've gone 
gone through. I don't care if you've never even kissed somebody. I don't care if you are just not even dating. You're not even in that realm. I don't care who you are. Dating or not dating, married or not married, that stuff does not matter when it comes to true self-love. That stuff is just extras in life. They don't ultimately decide how good of a person you are, how lovable you are, how valuable you are. And I know we've dealt with this for years. And in some of your cultures, I know I don't have just viewers from the US. I know I have viewers from all walks of life, of all ages, of all cultures, of all religions, and I love it. But just know that no matter what your culture or your religion teaches, Being married is not the end all and be all of you. Being married is not the ultimate prize. Being married or having suitors or having men that want to be with you or women or whoever does not decide who you are as a person. It does not decide your worth as a person and it does not decide your confidence or your self-love. All that stuff is just secondary. What truly matters when loving yourself is what you do every single day to care for yourself, to put yourself first, to be able to say yes and no when you need to, to not worry about what other people are going to say and not going along with the crowd because you don't want to displease anyone. Self-love is so much more than looking in the mirror and liking what you see. Self-love is about how you respect yourself. You respect your body. You respect your wishes. You respect your wants and your needs and your work and your craft and your creativity. You respect yourself in every way, shape, or form you are. You're not degrading yourself just because you're not all made up and you're wearing sweats in the grocery store and you see a friend and you're like, oh, I look so bad today. I just ran out of the house. No, we're done with apologizing for our shortcomings, for not being perfect. We're done with apologizing for being who we are. That is what you have to put at the forefront of your mind. Stop apologizing for not being perfect. Stop apologizing for not being someone's ideal. Stop apologizing for just being you. You don't have to explain yourself to anyone. And even though you might say, oh, but I have to listen to my parents. I have to listen to my family. I have to listen to so-and-so or my boss or this and that. No, you don't. You can choose and create your own life. You can choose in what direction you wish to take your life. You can choose who you will put up with and not. (laughs) Because a lot of times we put up with the worst treatment because we're afraid of being unlovable. We're afraid we're going to be alone. So we put up with somebody who's degrading us and hurting us and putting us down and telling us we're not good enough and saying, without me, you're nothing kind of people. Those people can go and sit in a corner and F themselves because those people are not the kind of people we want in our life. Those people have issues themselves and they need to fix it themselves. So hopefully in that corner, they'll pick up a book and learn something. (laughs) So with self-love, you have to really learn to block out the negativity of other people and not take to heart what people say about you and not take to heart what people do to you. Because I have said this over and over again in many videos and many podcasts that the way people react to us and the things people say to us and the way people treat us is more a reflection of those people and not us. And the way you 
treat others is a reflection of you versus the other way around. So self-love also is shown through how you treat others. If you want to truly love yourself, you need to treat others well, with respect, with love, and be nice to other people. Because this moment that you are rude to other people and you're mean to others, they're going to say, oh, this person doesn't seem like they really love themselves. They're really angry at the world. They really hate their life. You don't want to be that person. Be nice to people. Be nice to everyone you meet. doesn't matter if it's the waiter. doesn't matter if it's the cashier at checkout line. Be nice to every single person you meet. And all of that positive energy you're sending out will come back into your life, into yourself as love, as respect, as positivity, you'll start to see the world differently. You won't be comparing yourself to other people so much because you'll understand we're all in this race together. We're all on this earth on the same amount of time, whether we have more money or not, more opportunity or not, that's obviously going to change. But we're basically on earth for the exact same amount of time for basically similar reasons. And we're all living this life that we really don't know what the big thing is. We don't know what the big answer is to life, but we're all here just trying to figure things out. So let's just be nice to each other. And you'll see that that mentality that I'll be your friend, we're all friends, we're all in this together kind of mentality will make you just a better person overall to other people, especially strangers. And I know I just went off on a tangent, but trust me, being a good person does tie back into self-love because when you truly love yourself, you want other people to love themselves too. You want other people to be happy. When you're happy, you want everyone else to just feel what you're feeling because it's so wonderful. When you're mad, you want everyone else to be mad with you, (laughs) which is kind of how that works. But all I'm saying is that you can't have your self-love and your self-worth dependent on others or what others think of you or say or do. It's all about how you choose to respond to others and how you choose to show up for yourself every single day. So self-love can be as simple as getting up a little earlier so that you can meditate, getting up a little earlier so you can fit an exercise routine in because you had a busy day and you know that you're not going to have time later on. So waking up an hour earlier is going to give you more time to just get into your body and feel good about yourself. And in six months from now, you'll have a completely transformed, strong and healthy body. So that's why it's so important to do those things that in the moment might seem really tough and annoying and horrible to just do them. Because when we push ourselves and we set new goals and we work hard on them, that's when we start to transform. That's when we start to plant a seed for a new version of yourself. So if you're going through a breakup right now, or you're just going through a really tough time in your romantic life, and you don't feel like you can love yourself, I would suggest that you start creating a routine that will help you improve yourself whether that is implementing a new exercise regimen, whether that is implementing a new lifestyle or just eating better, turning vegan, or just drinking more water throughout the day. Little things like that that you can add up at the end of the day will serve a grander purpose for you. It will definitely transform you and you won't even realize it. You won't even notice that you've transformed Because all these days that you've been doing these little menial tasks that seem annoying in the moment, like a huge burden, 
they're actually adding up to make you a better version of yourself. And the beautiful thing about building habits is that once you're past that 21 day mark, it just becomes second nature to you. So start thinking right now, what are some things that you can start implementing into your daily routine to help you change and transform for the better in the long haul? Start making a list. You can be exercising in the morning, drinking lemon water the moment you wake up, doing crunches right when you wake up or going for a stroll in the mornings or taking your dog out for a walk, whatever little bitty things. And it doesn't just have to be health and fitness. You could also start implementing meditation routines, journaling, gratitude list, all these little things that when you're doing them in the moment, they seem so menial and so worthless and you really don't want to do them. They're actually the things that are most important because they add up into bigger things. Another tip that I would advise you for self-love is just getting off of social media because social media is just a big monster and I know social media can be used for so much good and I am a person who's adamant in using social media for good. And I know that even though there is still a lot of positivity out in social media and it is a great place, It's also very destructive to some people, especially for those who are a little bit more vulnerable in the confidence area and with self-love. If you just don't feel so great about yourself, going on social media is the last thing you want to do because we're constantly bombarded with images that are photoshopped, that are edited, that are color edited, that are color corrected of people who are living seemingly happy abundant lives. And a lot of people are living really great lives. I'm not going to say that everyone who looks like they're living a great life is a lie. Obviously, there's a lot of people living great, happy lives, and that could very well be you someday. But if you're not feeling so great about yourself, the last thing you want to do is get on social media. Honestly, it is very toxic. So take a social media cleanse once in a while, maybe for a week, two weeks, a month, if you feel like it. The world is not going anywhere. Twitter's not going anywhere. Instagram's not going anywhere. Maybe just get on YouTube or a podcast and listen to good content, but don't get on Facebook. Don't get on any of those social media platforms where you're constantly feeling like you are comparing yourself to other people or other people are just trying to show how amazing their lives are. And we're just kind of sitting at home in our pajamas. Don't fall into that. So when you're not feeling great for yourself, Take that as a sign that you need to take a social media cleanse. If you're a person who's always on social media, if not, if you're not feeling great about yourself, maybe start thinking about what you need to cut out of your life. What kind of people you want in your life that will be conducive to your self-love journey. Think about those kind of people and say, do my current friends and people in my life right now, do they reflect what I wish to attract in my life? Do they reflect the kind of people I wish I had around me? If the answer is no, You better start getting those scissors out and cutting those people out because you don't want negative people around you. Negative people are energy vampires. They will suck the energy out of you. They will suck everything out of you. And a lot of these people have their own issues themselves. So you're finding yourself trying to fix their issues because they tell you, oh, but I thought you loved me. I thought we were friends. So you feel guilty and obligated to help them. That's not self-love. Allowing somebody to guilt you into being their friend, into being with them, into helping them, that is not self-love. That is self-sabotage because in the end, you're doing something that is hurting you, that is harming you. You're being exposed to this toxicity and it's just hurting you in the end. It's not productive. It's not conducive to your success, to your happiness. 
It's just hurting you. So learn to cut that stuff out. Say no to those people. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to hurt those people. But just tell them, hey, I can't help you. I apologize. I'm sorry. Be upfront, guys. Be upfront about what you want. When you go on a date with somebody, and I know I'm jumping around everywhere, but when you go on a date with somebody or you start dating someone or you get to know somebody and they're expressing interest in you, do not be afraid to say what you do and don't like. Don't be afraid of not hurting someone else's feelings because think of how many times you have gone into a bad situation just because you didn't make your exact feelings known because you weren't open and honest. It's best to just off the bat say, hey, this is what I feel. This is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. Do you align with that? And he'll be like, yeah, or she'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, okay, cool. We, we can be together now. We can totally vibe because you know what I want. I put it all on the table and I told you who I am, what I'm about, what I believe in, what I want out of a relationship. You tell me, okay, I totally feel you. I like that. Let's go for it. And that's how you can have a good, healthy relationship with good, healthy communication from the get-go. That is so important. Be open and honest about what you want. Don't put out an ideal. Don't put out this false image of you. Don't try to impress others. Just be open and honest. Be true to yourself. Understand that not everyone's going to like that. Understand that everyone is going to find something wrong with you, that somebody's going to have a problem with you. That's just life. That is a part of it. Not everyone is going to agree with your decisions. Not everyone's going to agree with who you date. Not everyone is going to be on board with your life choices. And that is a-okay. At the end, it is your life. And in the end, what matters is that you understand that it's your life and that you are the ultimate controller of your own life, of your destiny, and nobody else should have a say in that. Now, another side of self-love that a lot of people don't talk about, and I don't think I've ever made this connection before, but I just want to make it abundantly clear that if you're a person who's struggling through something right now, maybe you've just had a bad time financially or you're going through a breakup and you just don't feel so great about yourself, I know it's so easy to fall into a pit of despair and self-pity. Oh my goodness, I have the biggest issue with self-pity because self-pity ultimately will lead to narcissism. Self-pity is so addicting. You start feeling bad for yourself and then you tell somebody else, oh, I'm going through this. And then they start being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad, blah, blah, blah. So then you're like, yeah, you should pity me. Please pity me. Give me attention. That is going to lead you to narcissism so quickly because we all know we want attention. We want people to feel sorry for us. We want to be a woe is me kind of person because it just gives us more sympathy. People give us sympathy. People will care for us if we're self-pitying, but self-pity is so self-destructive. Stop pitying yourself. If you feel bad, let yourself feel those feelings and move on. Don't stay trapped in this rut of despair because you just want attention. You feel like everything's against you. The world is working against you. I promise you the world is not working against you. And the sooner you get that thought out of your head, the sooner you can start moving on and actually taking control of your life. You need to get out of that mindset of pity, that mindset of sadness, that mindset of, oh my God, everything sucks in my life and start focusing on what's going right in your life. 
Focus on gratitude. Be grateful for yourself. Be grateful for your life. All of that stuff, the gratitude, the focusing on what's important will ultimately lead you to loving your life, in turn, loving yourself. I'm not saying that you have to suffer with whatever demons you're facing. I'm not saying that you have to suffer with that stuff and not tell anyone. If you're going through a tough time, I'm a huge proponent of you seeking help, especially professional help from a therapist, from a psychiatrist, from a psychologist, from a counselor, somebody you can talk to and trust, and that could give you some good sound advice and give you some guidance. That is amazingly great, but what I am against is using self-pity, is using the negative circumstances in your life to garner love from other people, attention, affection, and pity, because all of that is lowering your vibration so much. It is lowering your vibration to the point where you are just going to continue attracting more things into your life that are going to hurt you, that are going to make you feel bad about yourself, more people that are just going to enable that behavior, which we don't want any enablers in our life. We want people to call us out on our BS and tell us where to fix things. Those are the right kind of people we want in our life, but we don't want anyone to be like, oh, it's okay. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. You don't want that. I'm kind of giving you guys a little bit of tough love right now, but trust me, it works. When you get out of that mindset of I'm a victim, of I am sad, of the world is hurting me, I've been hurt, this guy hurt me, this woman hurt me, I am not worthy. When you get out of that mindset and you start saying, no, I am powerful, I am capable, I am beautiful, I am intelligent, I am creative, I am innovative, I am a go-getter, I'm a lover, I'm a fighter, I'm whatever. When you start being unapologetically yourself and accepting things about yourself and accepting that you've been broken and you've been hurt and that's just part of the human experience and at the end of the day, it's just making you a better version and a stronger version of you, that's when you'll win. That's when you will love yourself. You won't allow people to get to you as easily. Sticks and stones, guys. Sticks and stones. We are putting, especially in this social media age, we put so much weight on the words of others, in the words of haters, in the words of people that just want to bring us down, that want to make us feel bad about ourselves. We're putting our strength and our power into the hands of trolls online, of people who we don't even know, who don't even know us personally. We're putting so much power into these people's hands by feeling sorry for ourselves, by saying, oh, because of this person, I can't do this, or because he hurt me or cheated on me, I'll never be able to love again. No, you need to understand that your heart will never break physically. Your heart might feel like it's breaking, might feel like it's the end of the line for you, but it is also a choice for you to start working against it and start building a foundation of self-love, of being alone and being happy on your own. The presence or absence of another person in our life does not decide our worth, our confidence, how much we should love ourselves. The only one person who decides that stuff is you. You are the only one who decides how worthy you are, how much you love yourself. You're the one who decides how powerful you are. You're the one who decides how far you'll go. And you're the one who decides how truly worthy you are of love. So take that choice and make it your superpower. Make self-love your superpower. Make confidence your superpower. Start cultivating it every single day. Strengthen it like a muscle. 
every day do something that will contribute to self-love, be it self-care, be it the books you read, be it taking a social media cleanse, be it cutting toxic people out of your life. Take time to really cultivate that muscle of self-love every single day and you'll see the wonderful results you will get from it. And always remember to be unapologetically yourself. Be true to you. Be true to your beliefs, to your strengths, to your weaknesses, to your personality traits. Be true to who you were made to be. And don't accept anything but love and respect from those around you. Now that being said, I'm going to hop into a new segment that I wanted to add to my podcast every week, and hopefully this will continue being a thing. I just need you guys to help me and send me your voice questions via the Anchor app. So now I'm going to go to a couple, I think I have a few questions here, but I'm just going to go for the sake of time for a few, and then whichever ones I have left, I will work on them on next week's episode. But I do have a few questions here and I'm going to play the first one. Hi, Isabel. This is Aaliyah. My question is, how do you know if what you're asking the universe for is actually what you want? And if you're not just being guided by your feelings and emotions at the moment, how can you be sure if what you want is actually what you want in the end? Thank you so much for submitting your question, Aaliyah. And that is actually a very good question. And I get that question quite a bit. And the way I see it, just from my own personal experience, the only way you'll really know if something is meant for you is by trying it out and seeing how it feels. I always say that you regret more the things that you don't do in life than the things that you do actually do in life and those chances that we don't take. So what I like to do in this instance, if I want something and I don't know, is it right for me? I always think that the universe puts stuff in our minds because It believes that we are the most capable in that moment of bringing those things into fruition. So I always meditate on something. Whenever I say, okay, I want this, or I want to do this, or I want to move here, I always meditate on it. I'm not a person who likes to take drastic measures immediately. I am not a compulsive person. I do like to think about things and I like to meditate on them, journal about them. And I really tried to sit with these desires and see if they fit with me. What's really important is to be aligned with yourself, is to always be true to yourself so that if a person comes along or an opportunity comes along, your intuition will just be telling you right off the bat, this is good, this is bad. A sign for me, and this might seem obviously like a no-brainer, but if I do something and it doesn't work out or things don't work out as planned, that is just my sign from the universe telling me that there's something better for me out there or there's something else that I need to focus on or that this opportunity or this person just wasn't for me. I find that when the universe wants something for you and you manifest something and you ask the universe for it and the universe says, okay, yes, I'll give it to you and it gives it to you. It doesn't necessarily just make everything super, super easy. It can in some cases, but most of the time the universe gives us what we want through opportunities placed in our path. 
But usually the universe, although it will have everything aligned and will give you opportunities, a lot of times those opportunities are disguised as really difficult tasks, really risky stuff. And I'm not saying risky as in dangerous, whatever, but in the moment it might seem like, whoa, should I do that? That's crazy. But the universe gives you the opportunity. So obviously it's your choice if you wish to take it or you wish to leave it. So in short, a good answer to your question, Aaliyah, is that only you will truly know. Only you will know what is best for you. Deep down inside, your gut feeling, your intuition, whatever you wish to call it, will tell you if something is right for you or not. And sometimes we are like, well, I don't really know. And we decide to go along with it. And then it doesn't work out. And then we learn what is the best way to build up your intuition is to experience things in life. Intuition is solely based on your experiences, on the things that you have learned. So be sure to work on your intuition and don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there because in the end, you'll actually gain a lot more from failure than you will from winning. Hi, Isabel. First of all, thank you so much for all your work. Um, It's helping me through so much. I am uh, new to the law of attraction and I have a question. I'm trying to manifest my dream job and I found a job that really, really feels like it's the right fit for me and I applied. And now my question is, should I just wait to hear back or should I keep applying for other jobs? Because I feel that if I apply for other jobs, I'm taking away power from the manifestation of the dream job, if you know what I mean, and I really don't know where to go next. Um, yes, I don't know if this is a common problem or if you can help, but I would be really, really grateful if you could. Thank you so, so much for your work. I'm really, really grateful for you. Okay, love you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for your question, Martha. That's actually a really great question, and I get that so much about manifesting a dream job. So now that you actually have a dream job in mind that you know that you really want, I think it's best now to just sit back and relax and wait for it to come. A big part of the law of attraction is letting go, and you can desire something all you want, but if you keep desiring something even after you have asked the universe for it, you are continuously giving out that vibration, sending the universe the message of lack. So the universe basically works like a mirror. So whenever you send out a vibration of lack, the universe is going to mirror that back to you. So right now that you've already applied and there's no other job that you want, you are sure that is the job that you want, which congratulations on finding the job that you want. Now, all that's left is to act as if it's already yours. So I would recommend, and I know it might seem kind of scary, but just know that by not applying to other jobs for now, you're not really going to lose that much time. So Understand that you need to sit back and relax, act as if it's yours, believe it's already yours, start acting as if you already got that call that told you, hey, you got the job, it's yours, and celebrate. Go out to dinner, pop some champagne, get into the vibration of you have this job, it is your job, and you know it's your job, so you're just going to be super excited and super relaxed. You don't have to do any more manifestation methods. You don't have to go in and keep applying for jobs just in case. You know, it's yours. 
When you send out that vibration, that message to the universe that it's yours, it's yours, and you're grateful for it being yours, which is so very important, show gratitude for your new job, show gratitude to the HR department for giving you that job, show gratitude to the universe, to God for giving you this opportunity, and you'll see that it will be yours. When you relax and you let go of the end result, you know that you're going to start on this day and it's yours. You don't have to do any more work. That's when the universe will give that to you. It is so very important to be on the right vibration and the best vibration to be in is of gratitude. Be grateful for your new job. If you don't send out the right vibration, you're not going to be able to manifest it. So since you've already put on the work in, you've already applied, you've already showed up to it, you've already asked the universe for it. Now all you have to do is believe it's yours and then you will receive. Ask, believe, receive. It works that simply. So thank you so much to those of you who submitted questions. I do have other questions that I didn't get to go through, but some of them are actually really good questions and some of them are suggestions for podcast episodes. So for the ones that I feel that are really good podcast episodes in and of themselves, I will be making future episodes with them. So please keep sending in your questions via the Anchor app. It is the best place to listen to podcasts and the best place to publish your very own podcast. And I've loved it so far. This is not sponsored or anything, but I really love the Anchor app. I love how easy it is to be a podcaster and also to be a listener. So be sure to submit your voice questions so that I can hit them. Not on next week's episode because I won't be here, but the following week. Actually, I will put out an episode next week. I lied. But Please submit your questions. I love hearing from you guys. And thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it helped you and I hope that it changed your perspective on self-love. It actually made it a priority for you. And I hope that you choose to consciously make self-love a priority for you from here on out. If you'd like more content from me, please visit my YouTube channel. It is youtube.com forward slash Isabel Palacios. Also, the links are down below to my social media accounts, to taking back your powers, Instagram account, which if you're not following, what are you doing with your life? And everything is down below that you could possibly need in order to connect with me. And I will meet you guys back here. Tune in for next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. And always remember, no matter who you are in this life, no matter what you look like, no matter if you're single, in a relationship, no matter what, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you guys so very much, and I can't wait to be back for next week's episode. Bye-bye.